Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. I was on the way in here um, two days ago. And I was coming up the dual carriageway. And I seen uh, this woman. I think it was a woman anyway. On her push bike. And on the front of the bike, on the crossbar, there was a little seat and there was a four or five-year-old with a little helmet on, sitting on that. On the back of the bike, there was another child, I'd say about three or four, and or maybe it was the other way around, and they had a little helmet on too. And then the bike was pulling this contraption. I can only call it a contraption because it had a pole from the back seat of the bike down to this kind of two-wheeled contraption with like a lid on it. And... I couldn't see into it, but can only assume there was a younger child in that because it was small enough. And she was cycling on the hard shoulder on a dual carriageway. Um, And I thought to myself, what an irresponsible thing to do. I find it, my heart is in my mouth if I ever see a parent with a child on the back of the bike. I think it's the most irresponsible. Personally, I'm not saying that I'm not kind of judging you all, but I think it's the most irresponsible thing to do. I certainly wouldn't do it. But I want to know if you believe it should be banned because I believe it should be. I'm going to put myself out on a limb here and say that I believe it should be banned. I don't believe you should be allowed to carry a passenger on a push bike. I mean, it's bad enough. When I, for years I had motorbikes. I would never put somebody on the back of a motorbike uh, because I thought it was always dangerous to carry pillion passengers. That was just my own choice. I never did it. Uh, but other people did. And I know of people who have died. The pillion passenger doesn't stand a chance usually if there's an accident. But on a push bike, you have even less of a chance. Because firstly, it's not as strong. It doesn't have the braking power of a bike. And if a car hit this person yesterday with their three kids on one push bike, that's the end of a whole family. The whole lot of them are gone. I mean, you only have to fall off at maybe five or ten miles an hour. If you fall off at five or ten miles an hour on a push bike, well, then that's the end of it. It's all over. Mm, some of the texts coming in. Swans stay together forever. But then again, uh, they would change. Uh, they all look the same. Uh, well, it's hard to tell if they stay together, isn't it? Unless they're ringed or something like that and you're marking them. Anyway, so I, I want to know if you believe that carrying somebody on a bike should be banned. Should it actually be banned? Should we make it illegal to actually have a child on a push bike, on the back of the bike, or on the crossbar, or whatever it happens to be? The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Should that be illegal? Um, some more texts coming in about relationships. Now, I, I think, to be honest with you, all, you're only saying this because your marriage didn't last. Well, my marriage lasted 25 years, mind you. Uh, but yeah, they don't last forever, sometimes. That's just the way it is, because maybe one person does something they shouldn't do, or whatever it is, uh, because they get bored. Uh, what's the story um, with the, the, somebody, the Catholic extreme nuts on the air? We don't, not today, we don't have them on the air. And uh, person says, no, I have to say, I completely disagree with you. I've been together with my partner for the last 30 years and we're still ha- as happy now as we were before. I met my partner four years ago on uh, POF. What's POF? Plenty of fish. Oh, yeah. But before I met him, I, I went on dates with the other man uh, from POF. Oh, my God, did I meet some creeps? One who stalked me for over a year and a half and was given uh, given up when my friend said, try once more. I did, and I met the most caring man. We are now engaged and plan to marry next year. So online dating, uh, you have to get to eliminate the creeps before you meet the right person. Let me go to Sharon. Sharon, you're on Arles Classic Hits. Hi, Niall. How are you? How are you, Sharon? I'm great, thanks. Doing a bit of Christmas shopping. I know it's early. No, it's not early. You go for it. <laughs> 
Happy Christmas, <laughs> Sharon. Happy Christmas. And you too, Niall. And many happy returns. <laughs> yeah. I Thanks. Yeah, well, see, I, I love Christmas. I mean, I don't know. I mean, if I talk to Tara here in the news during the day, she'd, she won't even mention the word. She goes, mm, mm. she won't even say the word Christmas. She thinks it's too early. You go yeah, for it, well, Sharon. I'll forget about it for a while, but I just saw a girl answer the hall and I've just done it up, so I just had to. Right. Because I mightn't be there when I look again. When are you gonna put, when are you gonna put the tree up, by the way? <laughs> oh no, not till my anniversary is the ninth of December, so usually put it up around then. Ah, uh, stick it up yeah. stick it up next week. Go on. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you might as well <laughs> My husband will be will not be happy, but <laughs> ah, he won't mind. He'll get it down out of oh, the attic. Oh, he hates from Nile when he sees me getting into the attic. Oh, does he? He just goes, oh, no, here's all that stuff coming out again. He's very <laughs> simple with the house, you know, keep it simple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it a big tree, by the way? It is, no, it is big enough. A foot, Norwegian spruce. I don't know. <laughs> There's no specifications. But I just saw one in Dunn's and it's a pop-up. Right. I think he would love that one now because there's no mess, no fuss, just... What, it, it, it ha, what, like it has everything built onto it, like the lights and the bubbles and everything? It's just white with lights. Ah, jeez, no. You, you need, you <laughs> There's need a bit of fun in that, you know, No, no, it? no, you need to customise it to your own thing, you know, you need to yeah. have it your own way. And, no, and, once and, myself and, and my daughter do it and he's not there and it's up, he'll be grand. Yeah, absolutely. So, Sharon, <laughs> getting back, yeah. do you believe it's dangerous and should be banned? Oh, God, yeah, and I, I've, I've seen those in the park, you know, I live near... Um, near the park and I see people with them and I think they're very dangerous because it doesn't offer any protection to the child from what no. I can see if something unforeseen happens and there's so many of those scooter things and everything around now too yeah. a man uh, went into a wall in one of those the other day right okay and do you have children yourself you do I, I do I have a grown daughter yeah okay so when she I'd was never put no I would never have felt it was safe enough and I see them on holidays and they look really cute on the prom you know on the promenade in Spain and maybe that's okay. I don't know. I would never feel safe. The child was safe, to be honest. So I would never use it. I, I think if you're using it just solely and exclusively in a cycle lane on a promenade like that or something like that, it, yeah. it, it might not be too bad. Yeah. You know, nice, good weather yeah. or whatever. But, but I've seen people use them on the road. I know. I dual, dual carriageway. Three children oh, on one God. bike. On one bike. Three children. No. No, no, no control. You know, you're always thinking a few steps ahead with children, aren't you? So, I mean, I when I cycled bikes, I don't I haven't cycled bikes in years. But when I did, you know, she'd fall off so many times. Like, you know what I mean? You'd hit something or a step or something or fall off or whatever. A car might kind of come in your way and you'd fall oh, off. The little one, when she was young, she had a front seat. Daddy had a saddle for her on the front of his bike. But I knew, I mean, he, I knew he'd keep her safe. But I wouldn't have trusted myself because I'm not a great cyclist. No. But um, he take he wouldn't take her far now. He wouldn't take her on the main road or anything, you know? But do, the do, park you, or do you think it should be banned, carrying little Yes, like that I do, really. I do, I do, because there's no protection for them. No. And there's too many of those out scooters whizzing past you and bikes with motorised things, you know? I mean, yeah. I can't believe the government legalised them or yeah. are going to legalise them. I really can't believe it. No, I mean, because it's a whole other argument. And we, we spoke about that during well, the week. Well, I'd say post-accident and emergency. Yeah. They would have plenty to say about it, you know. I, I find it shocking. And, and you, you're going to see over the next six months, once the legislation yeah. comes through in the next few weeks, you're going to see a huge upsurge in the amount of people that are using these e-scooters and e-bikes. I and know. I, I'm dreading it. Especially with our roads. 
not like it's Amsterdam or anything, you know? No, no, absolutely not. So you agree they should be banned anyway? I do. Absolutely. Well, let's say happy Christmas to Paul and see if he's in a good mood here. Paul, you're an Ireland's (laughs) classic kids. How you doing? Happy (laughs) Christmas. Happy Christmas, Paul. Same to you, Juan. See? Jesus. I'm trying to get people upbeat here by wishing them a happy Christmas. Too soon, too soon. Okay. So, Paul, you're a cyclist. Uh, Jason, I'm in my 40s and passionate about bikes and yeah. bicycles, motorbikes, you name it. You know, that okay, yeah, I was a big motorbike fan myself in the day, but I just know they're dangerous. But anyway, but I was a big fan of them. I, I sure I raced the Jesus things. But <laughs> when I see somebody carrying kids on the crossbar, you know, these little seats on the crossbar of a bike or on the back of a bike, my heart yeah. is in my mouth watching them. Yeah, it's very, like, it's it's one thing to have that situation in, say, parks or a canal, with it, but once it comes to traffic, in general, push bikes around traffic are just an extremely vulnerable thing, as it is anyway. Absolutely. Let, let alone having kids. And then, the, as for the tow bar end of the things on the bikes, they, they, they're kind of scary, because I had to think to myself, one of my motorbikes that I have, like, I have two, and one of them's an old one, and it's alone about 250 kilos in weight, a quarter of a tonne, and that's even without me on it. So yeah. you could imagine when someone in a busy area, say like along the Keys or something, and one of these it goes past the car and a motorbike's coming along, it doesn't cop that that tow bar is behind it. Whoop, you know? Yeah. I know it's highly unlikely, but it's still possible. But you wouldn't see, sometimes you wouldn't see it because um, Sharon has seen these things too. I don't know if you've actually seen okay. the ones I'm talking about, which is the one with the white pole that goes from the seat down. And yeah, you've got yeah. this little two-wheeler kind of thing. Little, it's like a little egg. Yeah. <laughs> on the end of it with wheels on it. And yeah. most likely, there's I, I, I couldn't see into it, but most likely it was a baby in it. Yeah, and a lot of them, you'll notice, do have a little flag that goes up, and I think that the flag is supposed to be the safety element of it. To make but it a bit more visible, I suppose. Yeah, maybe, yeah. say, for example, if I'm on my motorbike, that I'll kind of cop on or something on the back of that bicycle. Yeah. But I mean, if that's not there, I'm just, they're just dangerous in general. You know, see, your, your children are the most precious thing in the world. And yeah. to think that you would put three of them, and these are three young, they were all under the age of five, um, yeah. three young kids on one push bike. I oh, just, crazy. Your whole family. Yeah, yeah, sure. If you went sideways, you'd be literally pile driving them all into the ground, you know, that way. Oh. Should it be banned? Or am I being just a killjoy here because I'm not really a no, cyclist it, anyway? I, th- I think in, in, in congested areas like city centres and that, most definitely kind of banned. Public roads. Yeah, once it's, it gets a bit too tight, once there's not the room for it, yeah. another way. And it's the same then, geez, I'd be on the road some mornings at half five and six, and now you've got this lot now going around, dark bikes, dark clothing, tiny little light. I'd, geez, I'd be saying to myself... And a kid people, on the back. <laughs> yeah, I'd be saying to myself, these people are gambling their whole lives away. Mm. It's crazy. I mean, generally, I mean, I mean, I don't want to get into a kind of cyclist versus motorist argument because they're too easy on the air, to be honest with you. But, yeah. but do you think cyclists in general? I'm sure you're quite responsible, Paul, and you sound like you are in the way you, you cycle your bike. But do you think yeah. cyclists generally, a lot of them are just irresponsible. I rarely see a cyclist stop at a set of traffic lights. You do, and I tell you, I've been to a lot of different types of bikes, and and some of the ones you get are the ones on the Tour de France bikes, the Lycra, the Lycra Brigade. Mm. They, they, there's a level of arrogance with them be it a city road or a country road they can hear you coming up behind them and, and the way I look at it with them on the roads is you know you can hear me coming up especially if I'm on warm bikes it's a bit loudish and some some of them will move in and I'll say to myself fair play to them they'll they give me room and I'll give them the room and then you'll get others they just won't they think the they're on the road yeah they kind of say you can wait for me that's their attitude mm-hmm. and I'd be saying to myself there's no way I'd have the arrogance and the ego to gamble my entire life 
on trying to tell someone else what to do on the road. You know, that way it's just madness. Still, stay there a second. Let me go to Karen as well. Karen, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Karen? Hi, how are you? Now, you have a child seat on the back of your, on the back of your bike. Oh, yeah. Somebody's dialing. Go on. Yeah, sorry, go on. Um, yeah, no, I do. I have um, a child seat for my two-year-old. Um, for your two-year-old? Yes. Um, um, so how does that work with a two-year-old? Is there like a little strap that they're strapped to? Yeah, or they're, yeah. they're strapped to it. Um, sorry, that's him in the back. Okay. Um, they're strapped to it um, like a, a seatbelt, like, like in a car seat. Yeah, okay. Like a harness kind of seatbelt. Okay, um, so, so I assume it's like one of these little white seats that's bolted to the back of the of the mud, the thing, the mud guard type thing, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then you have a helmet and a tie goes on them as well. Now, I wouldn't do it on a June carriageway. Um, we live in a very kind of rural part of the country. Um, okay. You know, it's very much a bog area. Um, and the furthest side goes up and down to the local shop. Um, or we go on some of the little quiet bog roads up, up around where and we that, live. You know, I can see that being okay, generally speaking. Yeah. You know, I mean, or even, you know, the local park or somebody mentions, you know, in Spain on the promenade. That's fine. But when you see people on public roads... With, you know, I definitely wouldn't brave it on a, on a public road and this time of year as well I mean any kind of wind is going to throw you it's more something we would use during the summer yeah. um, now, we do have a trailer as well for oh for, for the bike. bike yeah and that's for the two older kids right now these... I don't know that you'd put a baby in it well I, when I, I don't know what was in this trailer I saw it was like a little egg it looked like an yeah. egg with two wheels on it ours, ours is like a, it, it is like a trailer and then there's a mesh that comes over it like a rain cover Oh, right. I think I know the one. It's like a double buggy, so to speak. It's oh. like, yeah, that's exactly what it's like. And it would have the same three-point harness as, as your car seat. Now, you would would you go on a public road with children? In no, that? no. Not not a main public road, no. Because, because they, they're, the they're, they're down at ground road. level and, and yeah, cars are going by and, oh. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't, if I wouldn't sit on the back of it in a, on a public road, then I wouldn't go on a public road with my kids. Whatever about the little country roads where I live, I can only speak for where I am. And I know it's very quiet. Yeah. Um, and literally, we're doing a circle around where our neighbours are just to get the kids out. Yeah. It's an adventure as far as they're concerned. Um, and would you have, the, would you have the, the other child on the back seat as well as having the two in the little trailer as well? I wouldn't. I wouldn't take all three of them. Okay. So I would take one and my husband would take the other two in the trailer. But I wouldn't manage all three of them on one bike. Okay. Far too heavy. You, I, I mean, and even I, the two-year-old is starting to get a little bit too big. Yeah. You know, he's, he's, like, he's, he's nearly three. Um, there is certainly a difference in rural Ireland and doing it in rural Ireland yeah, and doing yeah. it in a park or whatever. But I'm seeing more and more people doing it, you know, because obviously there's a huge encouragement to get people out of their cars and get people onto bikes because of the climate change and the green energy and all that kind of thing. But I've seen more and more people doing this and I just think it's the most dangerous practice in the world. Yeah. You yeah, know? No, I, I would agree. On on busy roads, definitely it's dangerous because like that, a bit of wind or like I don't know how a lady that you saw was managing with three kids. She had three of them. One on the crossbar, I, one on the back and then I'm assuming one in the, well, there was something in the trailer in the back anyway. Well, I took my three kids around our garden on like just to see could I pull the three of them and I, Definitely couldn't. Oh, yeah, maybe she had some muscles on her this one, I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, I mean, you've been listening to Paul there, and he's a cyclist as well, and he's also a motorbiker as well. And he said it's so hard to see those little trailers. Now, your trailer is obviously maybe a bit bigger because it can carry two. But, but even, mm. even at that, you know, it just takes one accident. And, yeah. you know, in, in the case of this woman that I saw, who was on the side of a dual carriageway on the hard shoulder, it takes one accident, and all three of your, your whole family are gone. Yeah, yeah. 
You know, I mean, yeah, no, they. I do think they're dangerous. I do think. I don't think they're made as as um, as as a means of transport. Let's say. I think it is like that a novelty thing in the park. Um, you know, I wouldn't be using them as an as a like wouldn't be doing the school run with it. The school's no. only around the corner. I would certainly pack it up and bring it to the bring them to the park with the bikes or yeah. something like that. I think it's a novelty. I don't think it's a means of transport. And when, when, you, when you have the little two-year-old on the back of the bike, just well, yeah. forget about the trailer for the moment, right? And yeah. you're cycling around. Do you be worried? Like, because when, when I used to cycle on a bike, you know, you'd fall off it every now and again or whatever, you know. Are you um, are you worried? Do you ever worry that, no, like, I'm if you fall, that's the end of it? Like? I'm confident on my own bike. And, yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm confident. And, and I know the road I'm on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know to expect, you know, a tractor coming up the road or... Yeah. You know, I wouldn't go out when I know it's, you know, school pick-up time, let's say. Okay. Um, when it's going to be busy, or I wouldn't go this time of year, because like that, the roads are, are a bit tougher, it's a bit windier, and it, it, I wouldn't be going out this time of year. Just stay, um, there, just stay there for a second, Karen, because then we go to Hazel as well. Hazel, you're an Ireland's classic. How are you doing, Hazel? They're a mad-looking contraption, aren't they? The, the ones with the pole. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the trailers. The one I used to say that was yeah. woman with our kids in the back, I used to call it a tent. Right. Because the, the back of it, like it went up over the kids like a hood and everything. Right, okay, Maybe yeah. like a little carriage with plastic tent material on it. Right, okay, but, yeah, I know, I know um, the ones, yeah. I just used to drive around the estate and that, but now that, there was, I'd never seen her doing nothing wrong, but I don't know if she went on the motorway, but I'd often see like all the traffic piles behind her. Yeah, oh. because it takes it's very wide at the back. So the traffic you know, have to give have, her space. Yeah, they have yeah, to give her space. Yeah, you have to push bike at the beginning, then you have this big wide thing attached to the back of it. That sounds but like the one Karen has. I wouldn't. There's no way. No, I would be at one. First mm. of all, I'd be scarlet. <laughs> uh, I'd die if anyone I knew saw me. Why? And, That's a different uh, reason. I'll get into the reason we're talking that. about. And I never ever would have put my children in one. You'd be scarlet. Yeah, I'd be scarlet on one of them things. You know, I'd never seen the likes of that in my life till a few years ago. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, they, they are. Well, I mean, they've been around for a while. I mean, but they're becoming more popular and more common now. Oh, well, I wouldn't be, no. So apart, apart from me... My kids are grown now. <laughs> apart from being scarlet, right? I mean, what are the other reasons why you wouldn't use them? Because you, do you think they're dangerous? Yeah. Mm. They're not so much dangerous. Just just the fact of, as well, if you're going to have a load of traffic stuck behind you and you know people yeah. are trying to get to where they need to be and they're going to be passing you by and, you know, if you haven't beat you, they're going to be giving you the finger or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah. But so I you feel you'd be an inconvenience to everybody as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, and it's not that I'm afraid of a bike. You know, like, I do my thing like everyone else when I was a kid and we'd be giving someone a backer and we'd have somebody on the handlebars and whatever. But that's but when you were kids. there was very few cars then. Yeah, well, that's when you were kids, apart from anything yeah. I'm sure I probably did you that know, myself, yeah. There was very few cars, but now, no way, I wouldn't. Um, but I, I don't agree with them being on the motorway or the dual carriageway or anything. Karen, have you, you know? ever had a line of traffic behind you? No. No, you wouldn't get a line of traffic where I'm from. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, you see, but that's it. It depends where you're from. Yeah, you'd be lucky to see a car yeah, every no, few hours. Yeah, no, as I said, it's not a means of transport. Definitely not. 
I, I can see what, what Hazel is saying when you, you know, when you see, for example, even with, it, say, two bikes, you know, abreast, you'll have a line of traffic behind them. And I can imagine yeah, with your work. trailer. I don't know how wide, how wide is the trailer, Karen? It's about a metre um, wide, is it? Well, I can fit two, two say, four-year-olds into it. Right. Um, so, it's, yeah, it's wide enough. Yeah, but about a metre um, meter wide or so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so the yeah. traffic would have to be cautious. If there was traffic, they'd have to be cautious oh, yeah, like overtaking. They, they, yeah, they would. They'd have to be careful overtaking. But like that, I'd always just pull in. If there was if there was a car coming, I'd just pull in onto the bridge until they pass. Yeah. I wouldn't hold up a line of traffic. It'd be dangerous. Imagine the wheel of a car is literally a couple of foot from your children. God. Yeah. Even I, See, I, my nerves would be gone because the width of that, you're on the bike, and then the width of that behind you. And, I mean, your kids could be getting hit by a car and sure you're in front and you don't know initially you know what I mean you You don't know how close a car is to that contraption I don't know what that called (laughs) what what is the contraption called Karen Um, I just call it a trailer trailer that's what it is a trailer yeah contraption actually I wonder what the dog is and would you Hazel said she'd be scarlet would you be do you be scarlet you see my name on the screen there Niall is yeah. Karen, so I don't care what anyone thinks. <laughs> <laughs> She's a Karen Hazel. She just give oh, out to them. <laughs> no, I no, I, I don't wouldn't be my thing. We did go up to the school in one of the days during the summer at the end of the, the the year for the summer holidays, and me and my husband went up and collected the kids. Yeah. How do you feel? Uh, by the way, by the way, on, on that note, by the way, how do you feel about being? Karen. My partner's name is Karen as well, by the way. And she's she's, she's a little bit, Yeah, she well everybody lives up to their name, but she's a bit cheesed off over the last couple of years with the word Karen being used for people who generally just give out all the time. I uh, know. I don't mind it. I do give out from time to time. I have my moments, I won't lie. So you live up to your name, do you? No, I no, I'm not you know, I'm not your typical Karen with the short hair and all of that. I'm not the one standing at the school gate waiting for a row. But uh <laughs> Moment. All right, when okay. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, <laughs> gotta take a break. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Numbers 087 I'm asking the question. I mean, Hazel said not only does she believe they're a little bit dangerous, but she also should be scarlet. Go, <laughs> go around. Well, it's a real Dublin thing to say, isn't it? Uh, Karen has one, uh, but she doesn't see anything wrong with it. Um, now, mind you, she's living in rural Ireland, which is a bit different. She's not out on busy motorways or busy roads. You know, there's no cars around where she is. So that's kind of all right. But I'm asking, this was based on an experience that I had personally myself and I saw a woman and she had, not only did she have a child on the crossbar about two years of age, she also had like a two or four, three or four year old on the back of the bike as well on a kind of one of those little seats on the back. And then she had a pole going down to this egg type contraption, uh, which I couldn't see into it. I wasn't being that nosy. I was just passing by. But there was clearly a child in that as well. So she's three children on the bike. And I, I, my heart was in my mouth. I wouldn't even put one child on a bike. I know maybe Karen is different. You know, she's happy to do it. I personally wouldn't because I'd be afraid I'd fall or if I fell off the bike, the child is on the bike. That'd be the end of the child. Concussion. I know they have little helmets on them, but sure, those helmets are nigh on useless. Should they don't go on them properly. You see children with helmets and they're kind of loose on their heads. It might give some form of protection, but not enough. The number is 87 8 Do you believe it should be illegal to carry a child on a push bike? I'm just going to throw that out there because I think it should. No, I'll- uh, what you're talking about there, uh, people with uh, bikes carrying, pulling carts and pushing carts that are carrying kids, not only should be a ba- should, should it be banned, they should be arrested. I, that is a pet hate of mine, bringing your child in a little flimsy little cart out onto the road, out into busy traffic. And I'd go one step further, 
and I'd say all cyclists must be made to do a rules of the road test because the amount of people that I'm indicating left, I'm stopped at the lights and these cyclists come up the left hand side of me stopped as well and just want to go straight on instead of being on the other side of me like they're supposed to be. They should be all made to do a rules of the road test mm. if they want to be out on the road. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, let, let's get into the whole cyclist thing, by the way, because I've never seen a cyclist stopping at a set of red lights. Maybe you've seen one or two of them stopping at red lights. And what's the story with being on the footpath? Why do cyclists think they're on the footpath? And here, I saw three cyclists the other day, right? Cycling on the road while there was a cycle lane on the right and they never even used it. They're cycling on the road. What was that all about? Is that, what, the cycle lane not good enough for them or something like that? They should get a fine. A fine. Are cyclists generally responsible? Because I believe it was an irresponsible thing to do to put three kids, to put three children on your on your bike. So what do you think? Are cyclists generally responsible people? Maybe they are. The number is 87 188 This one certainly wasn't. Niall, how are things? Um, I go cycling three times a week. Um, I'll be a very competent cyclist. But I wouldn't even chance going near a dual carriageway. Absolutely not. So for that uh, parent to have three kids on one bike in a dual carriageway, that is just so irresponsible and dangerous. They're looking, they look, Jesus Christ, the thoughts of that happening there. Anyway, good luck. Bye. Yeah, I know. And when I say a dual carriageway, like, it was swords. You know where all the roundabouts are there, the pavilion and what have you, right? It was that kind of, from the estuary up towards the airport. That is a dual carriageway, by the way. I know it, it kind of ceases to be a very... Well, it's a very busy road, actually. I was going to say, it's probably not high speed. But certainly there's a lot of cars on it. It's a dual character. The number is 087 Let me know what you think. And by the way, thanks to our sponsors, of course, Hyundai. Now, that's Hyundai.dundrum.ie. And by the way, what reminds me to mention that was, I saw a lovely story about a stray dog that keeps visiting, visiting a Hyundai dealership. And he was visiting the dealership so much they decided to give him a job. Persistence pays. And his own badge... Earlier this year, the staff at Hyundai Prime dealership noticed the dog hanging around. At first, they thought it was just a temporary thing and the pup would soon move on and search for happiness elsewhere. But as time went on, it became evident that he was determined to stay there. So much so, uh, the dealership named the friendly stray Tuska or Tuk- uh, Tuxen after the Prime uh, and, and they hired him. And they actually gave him his own ID card as well and everything. Um, I think it's Tuscan, it's not the proper name for the, the actual car, the new car, by Hyundai. Anyway, so they've adopted the dog, gave him his own badge, he has his own little lanyard around his neck, and he sits in the, in the cars in the showrooms. And he has his own little badge. He's a sales assistant. <laughs> the dog. That's a feel-good story, actually, isn't it? Uh, the number's 087-188-008. So let's get going on the old cyclists here, all right? Ah, yes, these are all WhatsApp. And by the way, send us a WhatsApp voicemail if you want. They're either hippies or head cases on them bikes. <laughs> you know what I call them? Psychopaths on cycle paths. Looney bins. <laughs> Psychopaths on cycle paths. Ray, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits. No, Noel, how are you? How now, are you? Ray. Long, long, long time listener, first time caller, as they say. Well and done. we have some milk. We have some mutual friends as well, Noel. Oh, we do, do we? In in, in the DJ world, yeah. All right. Mr. Ian Cribben. Oh, I know, sure, I know Ian well, <laughs> yes, yes. How are you, how's things? Good. Now, Ray, driving a bus, you probably see all sorts of things, yeah, right? Yeah, give up the DJ to drive a bus. It is an absolute nightmare and it is an accident waiting to happen. On a regular basis, we'd come across 
not only these idiots on these e-scooters with no hoivis, no lights. Like you know, I, I drive early mornings a lot of the times, and whizzing in and out of traffic with no hoivis, like no hoivis jackets whatsoever. Yeah. Like, you come across cyclists like that as well. I believe, and you know, it should be mandatory that anybody using the road on cycles, whether they're bicycles, cycles, motorcycles, e-scooters, they should be made wear high-vis jackets. And particularly coming into this time of the year when you've got that kind of, you know, like five o'clock in the evening when it's getting dark and it's raining and yeah, it's miserable yeah. and it's really hard to see people. Look, look I, I, like, again, like this week, you know, I, I've had maybe 15 to 16 near misses with idiots coming in and out of traffic with no high visits. And, you know, the, the, the most annoying thing and frustrating thing about it is, you know, we're classed as professional drivers, both truck and buses. We, we have to sit every year and do CPC tests and this sort of thing. And, you know, at the end of the day, if somebody whizzes out and, and, and ends up underneath our back wheels and dies, it's, uh, you know, we have to live with that with the rest of our life. Now, of course, yeah. I know drivers that, that, you know, never went back driving because of something like that happening. And, and it, do you still get people, say, you know, you're hanging a left, right, at a set of traffic yeah. lights, right? Yeah. Will you still get people, I mean, are still, people still stupid enough? Still coming up on, on the, the inside. inside. Yeah, and there's massive big signs on the back of our buses, okay, that clearly says do not come on the inside when the vehicle is turning left. And they still do it. And it, 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 it's and how harassing. hard is it for you to see sitting in your cabin there? You know, I, I know you have a big wing mirror on your left hand side, but yeah. is there still blind spots there? That yeah, you... look, it's like any any big vehicle that you're driving, and um, they have blind spots. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even your 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 own car has. And yeah. the the thing about it is, these idiots on cycles and bicycles and on these schools, they they didn't sit an exam. I didn't sit a test. I didn't even learn where to not to look, or where to look for traffic, or where to look when somebody, when a vehicle is torn. It's it, 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 a disaster waiting to happen. And again, you see it on a day to day basis. Like, again, look what I'm saying. We, every car owner, and, and as I said, ourselves as CPC drivers and, and professional drivers, we have to sit exams, we have to sit, we have to do the whole test. We have every year we have to, to sit um, a CPC on a yearly basis. You know, do, you, do you find, you, but do you find generally cyclists are, are obey the rules of the road? Are no. irresponsible and it, 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 there's one rule for them and another rule for everybody else. Now, it, it, the thing about it is... Mind you, they'd, they'd, they'd give out about you because I've seen cyclists videos. Cyclists, well, no, see, I've seen cyclists put up videos and say, oh, the bus drivers go on the bus yeah, lane, on the cycle okay, lanes. You know what? The thing about it is, we have a reg on the front of our vehicle, okay? So we, we can be held responsible or accountable for something stupid that we might have done, okay? I see on a regular basis where I've seen a cyclist hit a pedestrian, right? And breaking the red light, hitting the pedestrian and flying off. So who, who's, who, who's held responsible for that person if they have a broken leg or, or hit their head and die? There's no regs on, on every vehicle, whether it's a bicycle or, or an e-scooter, they should have some sort of registration. So if so, an accident happens and, and it's Somebody's responsible, average, yeah. Some, somebody is, is, is held accountable okay. for their accident. Okay, here's another question, you know I mean? Ray. Now, now, Ray, we've noticed, obviously, more and more people using bicycles because yeah. the government are pushing people to do that and get out of their cars. Have you seen an increase in the amount of people that have children on their bicycles, be it on the back of them, on the crossbar, or on these little contraptions that I've yeah. spotted, you know, where they have two kids in this little carrier thing on the back? 
yeah, it, it, again, it, it's irresponsible because you know, again, you're, you know, you, you, we, 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 I actually drive some one of the biggest vehicles on the road. It's a tri axle. It's one of the ones in and out of Navan uh, on the NX, right? Okay. Have you seen the size of them wheels? No. Yeah, we we wouldn't we wouldn't see we wouldn't see that that contraption that that lady was talking about that trailer thing. They shouldn't be allowed on the road because again. L- you put that beside a wheel of a bus or oh yeah the wheel of the bus is twice the height of it yeah it, three times it could be three times the it would just flatten it it would flatten flat it with and, the and, kids and, in and it and again again the ch- it, it, a child is going to die and then the, a dr- the driver have to, has to live with that for the rest of his life oh I know and I know I see no idea I see, do you know what I seen it happening one day and it's a it's an image and a, that I'll never get out of my head. I was up at the Keys. I was used to work in Heather's Shoes. I've gone back 25, 30 years ago, more even. And I come out I come out of Heather's Shoes there in the Keys. And at Christ... So if you're coming down the Keys and you're turning onto Church Street, right? Yeah. And there was a bus there, or not a bus, or say, a truck. 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 Uh, yeah, and I, he, I know the driver. Yeah, and he was turning right. left. And there was yeah. a, a fellow... Was he on a moped or a push bike? I think it was a push bike. It was an old man. It was an oldish man. And, and, and he turned stri- straight over him. Straight over. Yeah, I remember. And, and I remember the driver getting out and he was yeah. sitting inside the road with his hands do, over do, his head. Do you know head. what happened to that driver? Do you know what happened to the driver? No. In the mental home. That's all. Ended up ended up in the mental home because he couldn't deal with it. Yeah, your mum was clearly dead, by the way. The guy that yeah, he ran no, over. He was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember that story. It was a truck, and because again, my background, I come from a, a transport background. My dad had a tr- trucks and lorries, and I know the driver. I knew the, the incident that happened. This it's lack it's lack of education. It's lack of education with, with, with people using yeah. the road. And, and he was holding, your man was holding on to the truck. Yeah. He, he was going up on the inside holding on to it it's, on it's, his bike. It's oh. madness. It, it is. No, no, you're right. It, it is madness. Do we, Ray, just stay there with me for a second because, Jer, you're an Ireland's classic. How are you doing, Jer? Good evening, Ireland, and happy Christmas to you. Happy, <laughs> happy Christmas to you too, Jer. We get the ball rolling on it, will we? Yeah. Exactly. And before I forget, a very good friend of mine, Paul Henry from Limerick, said he's a big fan of the show and give you a mention. So All right. Okay. Henry. Thanks. And, and hi to Paul Henry as well. Yes, we're saying hi to DJs and Paul Henry and everybody today. Jer, exactly. I mean, should we ban, you know, carrying children, particularly no. on push bikes? No, absolutely not, now, because just to introduce some balance to the, to the whole. Show um, that poor girl that was carrying those three kids on that bicycle on a dual carriageway could have been a single mother. She mightn't be able to afford the car. She can't. A take... bill hill, like come on, like no, it's no, ir- irresponsible. No, no, hang on, no, no, let him finish. Let, let him finish. Let me finish right, though, right. because I have a point to say to that gentleman as well. Um, so she might be a single mother, mightn't be able to afford the car. Now, as you know from previous conversations, and maybe you don't. I'm a, uh, an ex-rally driver, biker, motorbiker, by the way. Congratulations on that. Yep. And also an ex-racing cyclist. And the point I'm coming to is that I feel more safer on a dual carriageway on my racing bike than on a road road. Now, that's point number one. Point number two, I didn't get the full conversation with that lad who drives the truck. But just to balance up the equation again, several years ago, a friend of mine was killed by an articulated non-national truck driver who was exiting a bend and looked the other way to see the traffic, didn't see my friend on his bike and killed him. And was your friend on the inside lane? 
on the inside it, of the it, show. It was, it was a strange kind of a situation. It was, yes. Uh, I mean, so. I, my heart goes out. <clears throat> by the way, can I just say to all the people who've lost their lives on push bikes, and particularly when they've been hit by trucks or cars or whatever it is, my heart goes out to all the families and all the people and condolences to all those people who lose somebody. I know. But, I, but I, when, you, when you look at all of those accidents, a lot of the time, a lot of the time, I'm not saying all the time, it's the cyclist's fault. They did something that, well, was, a, that was a little bit, <laughs> they take their eye off the ball, they go on the inside of a bus, the inside I, of a truck, no, no, whatever I, it is. I, I get that, Niall, and I'm not trying to cut across you, but the, the circumstances of this particular accident was my friend was turning left off uh, Joe Carriageway, and it was subsequently proven in court that the driver looked the other way to see the traffic coming, didn't see my friend, which we, he was entitled to take a left-hand turn. Okay, I, know, I, I get you. And, but, but you have to understand, Jer, that sometimes somebody in a truck or a bus is not going to see the cyclists. I, just, you know I, what I mean? Listen, I, I've been cycling now. Yeah. And cycling for I was the same with the motorbike. I always took it for yeah. granted that a car couldn't see me. I just took it for granted, even though they should be able to see me. I took it for granted that they didn't. So when I was when I was driving me motorbike, as you would know this yourself, and I think motorbike drivers make great car drivers, by the way, because when I was driving my motorbike and I'm looking ahead of me, I was always looking at every entrance onto the road ahead of me because I assumed that a car was going to pull out in front of me. I just assumed it. So you took that for granted. You didn't. You never took it for granted. You just understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. Listen, you are more. You're, you're most vulnerable on two wheels any day. Of Absolutely. Week. You're quite right because when you're driving a motorbike, as you or I probably did in our younger years, you tend to open the throttle that bit, bit more. So you have to focus right ahead of you at least two, three hundred yards, right and left. And you have to predict what people are going to do. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Just to get back to, to, to the Okay, so but so so in saying go. getting back to your push bike, I'm assuming it's the same on a bike, you take you don't take it for granted that the car's gonna pull out in front of you or cut you off. So why would you want to carry a child on a bike when you know well, you're more vulnerable? Well you see now this is my whole point, this is just to bring some balance into the whole story which you opened the show with. This particular girl can't take one child and leave two children at home. She could be a single mother. You know, she has to take her three kids with her. That might be her own her only form of transport. Mm. The, point, the other point is, I have been cycling competitively for over 40 years now, and I feel safer on a dual carriageway now to... to then a rural road, maybe. Yeah, I, I, I get you. No, I get you. I've, I've seen, but I've but yeah, I, but okay. You might you might be saying maybe there's a circumstance. Maybe she's a single moment. She's got three kids and it's difficult. Um, probably unlikely, by the way, because we're three young children. But anyway, but it's unlikely. But 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 but, but I'm just saying to you, she's, I still think it's irresponsible. I still think it's dangerous. The most precious thing in the world is your children. Why? Course, why put them at that. risk? I get it. Of course, but you see now, maybe that girl had to go someplace that particular day and she had to be on the dual carriageway to get, to get from A to B. Now, mm. the problem in this country is, you mentioned about cycle lanes. There's not enough cycle lanes. Ah, sure, I know that, I know that. But, you, you, but, but you're never going to have enough. But now, hold on a second, you made a point about people cycling on a road instead, and there's a cycle lane right next to them. Now, I live on the south side of Limerick, and the cycle lanes out here are quite good, but... Unfortunately, most of the time, they're literally broken glass. I know, I, and I get it, I get that. And I, ha- I have to go into a break, Jerry. I'm sorry for cutting you a little bit short, but I do get the point you're making. I'm glad you brought a bit of balance to it there in that, sen- in that sense. James, you're an Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, James? How are you, Noel? How are you? Now, I've just read your message that you sent in, and, well, maybe you can tell the story what happened in 2018. Uh, geez, 2018, uh, I was 25, driving, driving a truck through the city, um, Stopped the traffic lights to make a left turn and 
I had made the left turn, the last axle had turned the left corner and I seen a bicycle on the ground. Obviously, the length and breadth of it all, the cyclist didn't make it. Uh, cyclist, sadly, pa- cyclist passed away. He was on the inside of you, yeah. He was, but he wasn't there when I was stopped at the traffic site. There was another cyclist there who had, we had made eye contact and he had given me the nod to go ahead and make the turn where this guy had come out of nowhere. But I had thought it was the first cyclist. So at the, at the beginning, I was blamed on everything for being in the bigger, the bigger, bigger vehicle. I, I, um, for, just, be, just, just before you get to, you obviously had to go to court and everything else, right? Oh, Jesus, yeah. When, when you got out of your truck and realised that you'd killed somebody, essentially, that must have been the most horrifying moment of your life and, and condolences well, to the no, family no, and the Before people. this, now before this, when I turned 17, I had joined the, the army. Uh, I was overseas with the army and stuff, so I, 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 I had quite, quite uh, experience in this kind of, in, in this kind of uh, in this thing with uh, limbs and stuff like this. But for that in Dublin City Centre, you could never accept that uh, yourself to be ready for it, you know? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, no one, no one, Instantly, no one I, knew, I knew the young lad was dead as, as he was decapitated. Um, but I'm not going into details, but I was blamed on everything for being in a truck until the guards had come back and dropped all charges saying evidence and eyewitnesses had come in and, 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 and they'd, made a, they'd made a story from what, they, what had happened and they were happy with that. But it was until about six months later the DPP tried to prosecute and we went through the processes of court over a year and a half. That was all dealt with. But for the mentality of that guy ahead of me, the bus driver, for him to say that all these bicycles should be banned or the carts on the bicycles should be banned, that's just the mentality of somebody that shouldn't be driving a large vehicle. Because the matter of the fact that we are the ones that are professional drivers that are trained more than other drivers to be keeping an eye out for these vehicles. But you can't see everything. I think the point he was making was you can't see everything. When, and and, and no, look, but you're, but you're a prime example. You couldn't see that person that day. And sadly, well, he wasn't there when I stopped. That was the problem. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know that. Out. I know that. But you, your eyes can't be everywhere. You can't see everything. No, they can't. They can't. But when, when you when you pulled away, turned left, your instinct would have been not only to look in your rear, in, in your side mirrors to see was there anybody on your left or right, which you couldn't see him because he was in a blind spot. But not only your instinct is also to look right to see if there's somebody coming. You know what I mean? So absolutely, yeah. yeah. So I but mean, like, you, you don't can't be everywhere in, in a lorry so big, you don't feel any impact. Or even if you were to go over the bicycle, you don't feel any of this. I was 44 ton when that happened, or 42 ton when that happened. And you're not going to feel a bit of aluminium or flesh and bone under your truck, you know? You don't feel any of this until you see, until you see it in your mirror, when you've come away, when it's out of your blind spot, then you see it. And, and how do you feel now, knowing, sadly, I've that, sadly that somebody lost years, their I've life? Gone through, uh, after this, I lost my child. My, 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 obviously, my head went... Uh, I, I turned to alcohol, whiskey. Uh, my, my, my ex-partner left with the child. So then I had to go through court and I was then getting custody of the child. Okay, I, I, I don't want to go into that, your personal situation with your partner. Yeah, but, yeah, no, but look, basically, look, the basically, of it all, you know? Yeah, basically, uh, absolutely. So basically, it destroyed your life. Absolutely. Look, I go, I go visit this man's grave with my daughter. She's only five. I visit this regularly with her. I let her, she knows what happened, you know, because it was, it's, it's become a massive part of my life. I feel like I've known this man. I've never met that man before this day happened. Did you meet his you family? Know, Did you meet his family? He talked to me. His mother talked to me. And that's going to be like that for the rest of my living life, I feel. And are you still driving? Yeah, I'm silly. I'm still maybe. back driving, yeah. I was yeah. out for 10 months during June to alcoholism and not being allowed to drive. But I'm back on the road now in Fox, you know, and I have more of an awareness I looked twice, you know. Like, and I'm not saying that I didn't look when this happened. I did. 
but now I'm extra careful, you know. I might I might take an extra couple of seconds to pull away from a set of lights. And, and by the way, it's a very common accident to happen. It's happened a few times. I, I, I've talked about a few accidents like this that have happened on Irish roads where a truck will, sadly, somebody will come up on the inside. Absolutely. And, and be it a pedestrian or a cyclist. It's gotten to a stage in London where it doesn't even make the news mm. when a cyclist is killed by a lorry. It happens that regularly. And, and it's usually the same MO. They, they're in the inside of a truck turning left. More or less. I think the biggest thing... And is, is, there, is there no way around... I mean, can we not improve what you can well, see? I mean, I know they have three mirrors now on most the new trucks. Truck, the new trucks have cameras. They don't have mirrors. They have cameras with screens inside the cab. So the little camera is outside where the big mirrors used to be. Yeah. And then you have a screen inside on either, on either door that shows you and the blind spot isn't as big in them because you have a camera looking at it. Yeah, makes it a bit easier. But it's never going to go away. Unless you make the whole side of your lorry glass, you can't see what's down below you. Yeah. And you, yeah. you don't stand, and sadly you don't stand a chance. They, they, the lorry drivers, part of their CPC courses, they have to go out on the road in, on a bicycle for 24 hours. Like They do a full day's work, but on the road on a bicycle to teach them what it's like on the other side of it. So every lorry driver, no matter how big, fast, small, skinny you are, you have to go out for a full eight hours on your bike on a bicycle with an instructor to see the other side of being a lorry driver. Well, look, well, well, sorry, James, and I have to cut you a little bit short because I've run out of time. But look, I'm sorry you went through that, and it, and it just shows everybody know now exactly what somebody on the other side goes through. You know, the, yeah. the lorry driver himself when when so sadly somebody dies, and so many people die in cycle our cyclists die here. Never going to get injured on, on a, yeah. with a crash with a cyclist. You know, it's never going to happen. Yeah, so they're the only ones affected by it. And if it's their fault, well and good. If not, there should be. They're, they're, obviously, they're going to get blamed. They're the bigger one or two. You know. Yeah. Now, well, look, James, thank you for t- taking the time to talk to us today. And I'm sorry that happened to you. And I'm sorry your life has turned around by it. And hopefully you can get your life back on track again. I hope you do. Uh, and condolences as well to the family who obviously lost somebody as well. I want to point that out as well. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.